Good morning, everyone. You're listening to Books for Breakfast right here on WMCX. I'm Megan. I'm Jess. I'm Jude. And we'll be here every Thursday from 9 to 10 a.m. on WMCX. And if you like what you hear while you're listening, definitely DM us on Instagram. Our Instagram is Books for Breakfast 22. Go there, check it out, and just follow us. Even if you um, don't want to DM us, just follow us because we post every now and then. We'll have spontaneous polls, questions everything like that. Just show that you love us. Thank you. But anyway, today we have a very exciting episode planned. Um, we're going to be talking about a bunch of different tropes in books and kind of ones we like, mostly ones we hate. But <laughs> first, I can't think of a, any logical way to connect this, yep. but let's just jump into what did you guys have for breakfast? Yeah, I just thought about that and I was like, are there breakfast tropes? Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, she's thinking about it. I don't no, I don't think so. Mm. I guess the only one I could think of is like in movies, like when the mom makes a big breakfast. And I know we've talked about this before, mm. where it's like there'll be a big breakfast on the table and then the kid grabs one things and runs away. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. That's in like movies and yeah. Yeah. That's literally all I got. So. Breakfast at Tiffany's. That's just like an iconic thing I think people do. They'll like bring their breakfast to Tiffany's and eat outside the store like the movie. Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm like confused. I'm like, who's the Tiffany? The stairs I just got. I was like, oh, sorry. I thought this was like, who is No, Tiffany? I know what you're talking about. Wait, should we explain what a trope is first to those who don't know? Hold on. We are so all over the place oh. this morning. We were doing what did we eat for breakfast? <laughs> now we're back to we'll, breakfast we'll tropes. We'll connect it back. We'll, we'll define back. it later, Jude. <laughs> breakfast. What did I have for breakfast? I had the infamous chocolate chip pancakes uh, yet again yes. so excited <laughs> claps for chocolate chip pancakes it was so delicious i use those big fat chocolate chips oh and nice. then i put like 90 of them in there so it's like <laughs> a nice layer of chocolate all chocolate yeah pretty much no pancake left i love that um my breakfast comes with a quick story oh so boy <laughs> i had a pear and coffee that i ate and drank in the car because i was running late what happened was I had this plan of waking up early, you know, and having my life together and being here on time. Like usual. Like usual, exactly. <laughs> like the past Thursdays, that's what's ha that's what had that's what has happened. But today, I woke up still early, but I just stayed in bed for a while, and then I checked my phone. I'm like, oh my god, I have to get up and get ready. I'm so late. So I go downstairs. I make my co so I get ready. Go downstairs, make my coffee, um, get the pair, and then I go to my car. I go out the driveway and I'm like, I forgot my pear and my coffee. So I <laughs> park the car outside of my house and I run. I get out of my car and I run back through the garage, get the pear and coffee, get back to my car. I'm halfway out of the neighborhood. I didn't close the garage. Oh, no. <laughs> I drive back to my house, close the garage, then leave. And here I am. Oh my God. Wow. Good. At least you didn't come all the way here. That's true. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. I would have felt I would have felt horrible. Just left it. Just you just have to commit to the open <laughs> garage door the rest of the day. No one else was home? No. Oh my, my god. My brother go is at college and my mom like leaves work leaves early for work. Wow. Mm. Oh my god. Wow. I would have forgot altogether. I wouldn't even drive back. I'd just be like, No, I closed it. No, you convince I, yourself. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It's closed. It's, I swear. And by the way, what happened today, like, this is actually me. 
like being all over the place, running late, forgetting things, this is me. The last couple of Thursdays were a rare Jude. Yeah. Jude's been lying to us. She's like, yeah, I'm a morning person. She's like, yeah, I get up at 4 a.m. and eat that club sandwich. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, lunch for breakfast. It's mm. She's been up so long, it's already lunchtime to her. Was there a dessert with the pear? No. Oh. oh. Well, I guess the pear can act as a dessert as well, like with the coffee, because fruits are pretty sweet, so it's breakfast and dessert, I guess. Yeah. I don't think I've eaten a pear in so many years. Right? I really? had one recently. Just because I saw it in the store, and I was like, wow, I haven't had a pear in a while. Yeah, you think you were like, remember food, and you're like, yeah. oh my God, remember Oreos? And then I'll <laughs> eat Oreos for six months straight, and then be like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I love pears. I love all fruits. I love food in general. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? Um, yeah, when I was little, I used to scoop out the middle, like cut it straight in half, so there's two halves of a pear, and then scoop out the middle and put a little bit of whipped cream in the, like, you know, where the seeds were and just sprinkles and that was my snack that sounds like heaven <laughs> i love that you know what i do i get bananas and i peel the banana and i put whipped cream on the banana and i just eat it and i love wow. it. that's good that yeah. sounds like banana split yes. minus the ice cream minus yeah. the ice cream exactly yours was i've never put um whipped cream on pears right you'd never think to well have you ever put whipped cream on fruit salads oh um, yes. Yeah. Okay. When you said yeah. salad, I was like thrown. I was like, no. Lettuce <laughs> again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. No, like strawberries. Yeah. Bananas. Mm -hmm. Yes, that makes sense. But pears. I just forget about yeah, pears. Right. Mm -hmm. They're just. They're not part of the fruit salad. Yeah. So they're just forgotten. They're always part of my fruit salad. Oh yeah. well, never mind. <laughs> Maybe I'm lying. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> Megan, um, what did you eat for breakfast? So I had yogurt. Um, the other day I got like one of those big tubs, you know, just because I'm like, oh, I can customize it. So all I put in it was like chia seeds and cereal because like, you know, it's kind of like granola. Um, and I did something that I never do. I actually ate before I brushed my teeth. And I know people do that. Like I've heard that's like a thing. They're like, yeah, that's my daily schedule is I eat and then I brush my teeth. I, I don't like that because like I got food in my teeth and it's like, I don't know. I know that's the point of brushing your teeth is to, like, clean them out. But, like, it just seems gross. Like, you're scrubbing it all around your teeth. Mm. Mm -hmm. uh, but I only did it because I was waiting for the bathroom. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trying not to inconvenience well, other some people. people brush their teeth, eat, and then brush their teeth again. Oh, that's so much worse. <laughs> no, yeah. There's I, a lot. There's a lot of different ways you could do it. I th you're supposed to brush your teeth after every meal. Yeah, which I'm like, no, That's thank you. That's a lot. Um, is it after every time you eat or is it just after every meal? Because after every time you eat would just be like oh, an all, all day. day. Yeah. And like also, if it's after every meal and like I'm in public, I'm kind of self-conscious about brushing my teeth in a public bathroom. I've never seen anyone do that. Oh, no. In like high school when oh. people <laughs> had like that Invisalign or like braces Ew. and they would have to after lunch get the toothbrush out, go brush their teeth. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, I had a retainer. Hopefully my orthodontist isn't listening, but I stopped wearing it after like a week. <laughs> and my teeth are all right. They're not going back into place yet. <laughs> Oh, we'll see what happens when I'm like 40 and I need adult braces. <laughs> you have to have them if you ever get adult braces. I heard that like you have to have them on for like a longer period of time because you're uh, older. No. Really? Yeah. I'll just get like the night ones, like the Invisalign. All right. Oh, yeah. Oh. There's like one. It's called like Smile Direct Club. Oh. And they market it as like you only have to wear it at night, like while you sleep. And I'm like, OK, but who is sleeping for like a full eight hours every night? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who's on that schedule, but I wish I was. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, my God. But 
I feel like we've talked about breakfast and kind of brushing teeth a little bit <laughs> too long now. That's a yeah, weird, we gotta move. We weird gotta topic. <laughs> but um, Jude, why don't you define trope for us now? So in my opinion, the best way to define a trope is it's sort of a category within a genre and you can have multiple tropes in one book. Is that What do you think? Is that a good way to define it? Let me find the definition. Oh, Jess is getting the actual written definition right now. Just want to make sure, because we've been known to <laughs> say lie. <laughs> I mean, it's not lying, guys. It's just um, our own perception of things. Exactly. And we don't know a like, lot. Like, sometimes I don't agree with the definition given, and when I make my own definition, I understand it better. If yeah. it's the same mm -hmm. thing, like, if I'm not, if I'm making my own definition of it, but in the same way that it's still presented, then I'm understanding it. Yeah, fair enough. And that's like when you're like studying for a test and you make your own like acronyms and stuff. Exactly. Like I used to make songs. That's uh, smart. I still think about the Hannah Montana song when she was learning the bones. Oh my god! I always think oh about the god. planets. The planets. Um, what I just said like planets. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it was my very eager mother just served us nine pickles. Oh, Did you ever learn yes, that one? Yes. Oh, and the math one. My dear Aunt Sally. Oh, please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. Yes, please excuse Pem my dear Aunt Sally. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I feel like people just gave up on that. We're like, PEMDAS. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we don't need to do that anymore. Yeah. Okay, so the definition for a trope is, um, in literary terms, a plot device or character attribute that is used so commonly in the genre that it is seen as commonplace or conventional. So. See, if I read that, I'm going to be like, still, what's a trope? Well, we're going to give Let's you give exa examples. Exactly. Yeah, best way <laughs> to Great learn. segue, guys. <laughs> so let's talk about, let's do the most common one first, because I think people will know that one. Okay. Do yeah. you want to take it away? She's looking at me. She's no, so excited. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. Okay. So I would argue that the most common trope is like the love triangle. Like you mm -hmm. see it so many times in like, books movies tv shows everything real life so <laughs> so okay jude you have to explain why you dislike love triangles so much jude's <laughs> like got she's been waiting against love <laughs> so in my opinion if a girl because it's mostly a girl right choosing between two guys if she's in a relationship with one guy and she all of a sudden sees this other guy and she starts developing feelings for him and she's like oh my god i have feelings for both no you don't go to the second guy because if you truly truly loved the first one you would have never given a thought about the second guy so in my opinion love triangles are usually a waste of time and i feel like over time they've kind of lost their meaning and they're not actually love triangles anymore. It's just if she's in a relationship with a guy and then one guy comes out of nowhere and maybe she doesn't have feelings towards him, but there's, there's sort of like this tension between them. It's stated as a love triangle when really it's not because she hasn't yet said that she has feelings for both of them. So like, I feel like it's lost its meaning over time, but I just don't like them. Yeah, yeah the I get that. The most... Uh, common one that I guess I can think of is Twilight. Yes. Because if you really think about Twilight, if you read the Twilight books, she she like doesn't even like Jacob. Really. Really. She she's like, oh he's a friend. I think of him as a brother. He's a friend. And he's oh. there for me um when Edward leaves. And it's like 
Okay, so then when they made the movies, they kind of made it like, who is she going to pick, Edward or Jacob? And it's like, if you actually watch it, she there's like no choice because she's going to pick Edward. Right. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of threw Jacob in there to be like, oh, no. what's going to happen? And it's like, <laughs> we know what's going to happen because she doesn't even like him. Yeah. She says it a lot. She's like, no, you're like my brother. And that's like, if you think about that in real life terms, it's like, that's so sad for the first like boyfriend or whoever it's like because usually they play that person is like oh we don't want them to be with that person we want them to be with the other one because they're so like undesirable but like the only like example i can think of which isn't a good one but it's the first one that popped in my head it was like the office with pam jim and roy it's like everyone hates roy and wants to be with jim but if this was like real life real people even though he was kind of like a bad person it's like that's so sad like he just lost his girlfriend for how many years his fiance Mm-hmm. to this other guy mm-hmm. so it's like ooh, i kind of feel bad for him yeah and it's not even a full triangle because if you think about it the there's three people in it but it's really the one person deciding between two people because like the third person isn't gonna like usually like the second person you know right like it's a full triangle yeah it's Let's not go. like jim's in love with roy you know <laughs> yeah. it's like it's not connected it's just confusing that way so it's not it's not even a triangle yeah yeah it's an arrow. <laughs> but yeah. I've, I've also found that usually they, like, after you said that, Megan, about Roy not being a very good person, they will usually portray the first guy not being a very good person. Sure. To, yeah. like, make mm-hmm. you want to be like, oh, go to the second guy, go to the second yeah. guy. Yeah, especially in, like, rom-coms. They're like, oh, he's not meant to be with her. Like, she's wrong for him, and that's mm-hmm. why he should be with the other yeah. one. Right. I just thought of a better example. Have you guys ever watched um, Jane the Virgin? Yes, I no. have that in my notes. Oh, there we go. So basically, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. It's like a really long like series, but it's is it like a spin on a telenovela. Yeah. So, but they made it like in America on the CW. And yeah. It's, <laughs> but it's great. It went on for like five or six seasons. Four. Yeah, five. I think like five or six. Yeah. I don't know. It, it was a while since I watched it, but originally she's um, like engaged or like gets engaged in the first episode to this one guy she's been dating, Michael. And there's this other guy, Raphael, who she um, gets pregnant artificially with his offspring. So there's, like, this whole thing. Like, she's originally going to stay with Michael, and then things happen. And then it's, like, triangle, like, do I pick him or Raphael, who's, like, technically the father of my son. And it's just, like, a really long, drawn-out love triangle throughout all the seasons. And in the show, the character Jane is a writer, and so she wrote a book oh, called yeah. Snow Falling. And they published that book in real life under the the pseudonym uh, Jane Villanueva, because that's like her name. Oh my and then God. it was like ghostwritten by someone else. And I read that. And it's like, it takes place, follows the same story, but it takes place in like the early 1900s. And it's the same love triangle thing, because she's, she's working at a hotel and she's engaged to this uh, detective, but then because I don't think there was like artificial insemination too much Mm -hmm. in the 1900s, she like has a one night stand with Raphael and then she has to decide. And I think that I did want her to end up with Raphael because I was Mm -hmm. like, that's your baby daddy. And like, he loves you and whatever. And in the show, spoiler alert, she does. But then in the... Big spoiler. In the, yeah, right? That's the whole point of watching the show. Yeah. I'm so sorry. And then in the, in the book, she also has, like, a tough time deciding. And I think she picks the first one instead. 
Oh, wow. So there you go. You get, like, both of them. Yeah. You read so the book like and you, watch it. You're satisfied either way. Yeah. So, like, oh, sorry. No, that's okay. It's like, that's one I just talked about because they never made either of them look bad. Like, they were both good guys that you wanted her to be with. And honestly, for most of the show, I wanted her to be with Michael. So Ooh, he's, like, the really one that wow. was, yeah, that's, like, unpopular opinion, but. <laughs> no, I know a lot of people that wanted her to be with Michael. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. My sister didn't. <laughs> she was like, what? I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Did it get kind of, like, boring over time? No. Really? Yeah. No, no. they always make, because, like, the thing with telenovelas is that it's, like, dramatic twist every yeah, second. Yeah, like, you're the stepfather of the <laughs> yeah. son, and you're right. my best friend, but you're secretly my mom, and it's like, whoa! <laughs> That's why, even, I'm sorry if I spoiled it, but, like, you'll still want to watch it oh, because yeah. of all the twists and, like, the... That's not even, like, the main point of the story. There's, yeah. like, so much more to it. Oh, yeah. There's a lot going on. So. All right, is that all we have on Love Triangles? Um, I have an example. Okay. Another yeah. example. Have you ever read the Selection series? Yes. No. <laughs> that is, is that a love triangle? That's like a, an octagon. <laughs> an octagon. Octagon. Well, sort of-ish, because she is True, really choosing end, yeah. between the two. So, quick, quick background on the Selection. There's this girl, her name is America. Her actual cool name, name is America. Yeah. And um, basically, it's called The Selection because the prince has to get married soon. And they have a, is it a, conti- a contest, right? Competition? Yeah. It's like yeah. the bachelor. The bachelor. <laughs> yeah. And 35 girls apply, and he has to choose between the 35 girls. Oh, my God. It's The Bachelor, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and America, she has a boyfriend, but oh she... God, I forgot. What? <laughs> yeah, she had a boyfriend in the beginning. Aspen was his name. And when she and she applied to this competition still because her family needed money and like a, a Mac the prince's name is Maxin. Max for short. He need um her family needed money, he's a prince, yada yada yada. So she go she applies to the competition. They actually do start like falling in love. Spoiler alert to anybody listening. I don't know when you're gonna read the selection, but really for <laughs> middle schooler. Yeah, this one I'm I felt so bad for spoiling the show. But I think oh, this no. one we're in the clear. Yeah. <laughs> um so she starts falling for Max, but she is actually but she is still in love with Aspen, so it's it did get boring at sometimes. I'm like, you're obviously just gonna end up with Max. Just like, yeah, get over with He's it already. He's a prince. Come on. <laughs> Why would you even go anywhere else? That yeah. was me with Raphael. I was like, he owns the hotel. <laughs> what are you doing, <laughs> big man? Yeah. <laughs> but I do agree that if there was, if you really liked the first guy mm-hmm. or the person, you wouldn't. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't even look at the other one. Exactly. Yeah, I was thinking the same. Just as Jude was starting to explain, I'm like, oh. This is a good that makes example. So and that then she said it, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. see? Same wavelength. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great way to explain it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So the next one we have is enemies to lovers. Yes. There's, there's a lot of loved ones. Let's just put that out there. Let's yeah, be prepared. Yeah, a lot of romance today. They're the yeah. most common. Yeah, exactly. True. And even in, like, I was saying this yesterday, even in fantasy novels, the tropes are usually romance tropes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like yeah. a subplot. It is. The romance is, like, not usually the main thing. And I also Mm -hmm. have to say, if you're not, like, a big book person like me, all of these can all be seen in any Hallmark movie. Just saying. They have all of them. Yes. And they use them 20 times. Use them 25 times for 25 (laughs) days of Christmas. Exactly. So, enemies to lovers. My favorite. Oh. Just saying. So, she does like one. She has a few she likes. Yeah. (laughs) 
So do you want to explain it, Yes, go ahead. Oh, sure. So enemies to lovers is basically girl and a guy. Most of the time, it's a girl and a guy. Um, They start off not getting along. Sometimes really, really do hate each other. And there's just like this tension between them. And you can tell right away they're like, oh, they're going to end up together. They just have (laughs) that vibe. And then they do. They end up together. It's my favorite. When it's a good, well-written enemies to lovers and it has everything it's just it's such a pleasure to read and it's it's really about the tension Mm -hmm. and the like oh i don't like him but then you secretly like start developing like feelings and you're like what is this i hate this feeling yeah because it's it's passionate it's like that banter that they have Mm -hmm. where it's like they give nicknames to each other and then you know and it's usually is it usually like a bad boy kind of thing yeah when she's like, I'm, I can't even think I of mean, one. I did write them down. <laughs> what could a nerd do that you would hate them for? Be like, ugh, you're so annoying. He was giving me math homework answers. Ew. Like, oh, well, like that's <laughs> academic enemies to lovers when it's oh, like rivals. They yeah. They I have, don't think I've ever read something oh. or watched something like that. It's like we're enemies because I want the top spot, like best in class valedictorian oh, kind of thing. And I'm okay. Gonna, yeah. yeah. So there are nerd ones too. Yeah, there's wow. a lot of they them. They got them all. <laughs> The one I put as an example, if you've ever read Beach Read by Emily Henry. It's on my TBR. Oh my goodness, I will not spoil it. (laughs) Very high on my TBR. It was really good. So they start off these two characters. They're both authors. I love when when books are about authors because I'm like, wow, Inception. (laughs) But, um, and they both are like rivals because like his book is more popular than hers. And, you know, they get beach houses next to each other for the summer to like work on their new books and they start off like not liking each other and then eventually it's like things occur (laughs) that make them like you know maybe we're friends whatever i don't know so this was a true story no oh it's a fictional book oh i know she's like oh here's the story of how i met my husband (laughs) (laughs) we hated each other and we're both authors yeah i wonder how often that happens in real life yeah what that i hate my husband and now i love him (laughs) (laughs) yeah honestly i didn't think about that like, do people actually, like, be like, yeah, when we first met, we hated each other. Like, that's what they have to tell their kids. I don't know. It's nice when you think about it in books because you're yeah. like, oh, it's fun and funny. Yeah. But then when you think about it in real life, it's yeah. like, why did I hate them? And think about the future, like, yeah. of the people in the book. Yeah, because, hey, like, how often do they do they show you what's going on in the future? Yeah, no. It's just, like, the end, happy ending. I'm like, is it? Yeah. You never know. I know in a lot of fantasy books, they have um, people get annoyed that after the enemies to lovers get together they lose all that like passion yeah i can see that see this is where i disagree and i've had this debate with multiple people because so many people will be like oh now i don't like them anymore because that tension and like passion is gone and i'm like but that was the whole (laughs) point (laughs) like you want them to get together because then if they're enemies for too long then that gets born you're like just get together already so you're never satisfied so when they're when they get together that's when i'm happy and i'm like yay finally they're together and the passion in my opinion is still there like maybe the tension because of the hate isn't but i mean it had its time now give them Mm -hmm. the time of them being happy together that's kind of the same thing with like even without like any tropes it's like the chase of the guy wanting the girl or something like that it's like you're like oh my god like they have a crush on them and they don't know and now they know but they're not together and then it's like and now they're together and now it's like oh it's done but like that way they're actually like supposed to like each other so i mean you know that's what you wanted the whole time 
And again, the only example I can think of is The Office with Jim. The whole time mm-hmm. you're like, oh my God, like, oh, it's so cute. They're, like, he likes her, but she doesn't know. Oh, now she knows. Now there's this tension, and now they're together. Mm-hmm. But, you, know. you still got to keep, like, that spark alive afterwards. Yeah. Especially, yeah. like, in books, you got to, like, maintain the reader's attention. So I think you got to keep up with the, like, sarcastic banter. and. The, mm-hmm. But I do think it's it's nice when you, like, work up to that reveal when it's like, oh, they're going to kiss finally. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's, at least when I read them, it's always, like, there's a battle. And, like, I have to clean his wounds. And it's, like, oh. <laughs> I love those scenes. Is that it's that I think that's its own trope. What war? Yeah, love. healing after a war. <laughs> so oh, tending yeah. to the wounds. I, I don't know. I don't know the proper name for it, but everything that falls under that trope is when there's a war and he's wounded and she's cleaning his wounds, or when one of them has a nightmare and they have and they scream in the middle of the night and they run to them and they like help them calm down do you know what i'm Wait, talking about i've never heard of that one really that's Are one they, of my favorites they living together so like, oh we could transition actually, into another topic where it's <laughs> where it's we have to stay together because there's nowhere else to stay oh my god <laughs> that's the stuck together trope yeah that's like oh, we've been on this really long journey together like i i'm you i've i think i don't remember what the name was but it was like it was the the guy was like returning the princess to wherever her kingdom or something and like along the way they have to stop at like an inn or something mm-hmm. and then it's like oh, oh my goodness the the innkeeper only has one room available whatever <laughs> will we do and in the one room there's only one, one bed, bed available oh of course <laughs> so of the course. stuck together trope is also as the one bed trope <laughs> yeah and then it's enemies to lovers because it's like they have to separate the bed with pillows because it's like i don't want to touch you or whatever and then and oh. they wake up in the morning and they're cuddling and you're like yes finally <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh my it's god so nice so many combination of tropes yes, all in overlap. one overlap <laughs> they always overlap. I like the bed trope. Like it's so specific and it'll yeah. only be used in like this like certain situation. And Jude's like, yeah, it's the bed trope. Yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> happens a lot. Should have known. Get with it, Megan. <laughs> There's um, the bed trope has um, the people we meet on vacation, also by Emily Henry. Is it? Is it really? There's it's in there. There's like one scene where they're like they go on vacation together as the title suggests and it's like they've been friends for a really long time and they want to rekindle their friendship because they have like a falling out and then they go on this vacation and it's like really like not going their way at all and then they decide to go into this cheap hotel and in the hotel there's like oh no I thought I ordered the room with two beds but it turns out it was just a couch and one bed and I was like oh no (laughs) oh boy (laughs) what could happen um, well, the fact that you said that that's like the perfect way to like segue into the next trope, which we have yes. written down is friends to lovers, because you said that they're friends, right? Oh, yeah. yes. They're like longtime friends. I think the, the book spans like 12 years. So they, they take oh. you through a couple adventures wow. they go on. You know, I have a lot to say about friends to lovers. I have some beef with friends to lovers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. It's getting aggressive Please out go ahead, It's not as exciting and passionate as enemies to lovers because enemies to lovers like i hate you Ugh. yeah <laughs> but friends to lovers is like just sad it just makes me sad because it's like they're pining after them for years and you're like oh my god move on obviously yeah. also in movies mm-hmm. sorry no go ahead in movies when they do like teen rom-coms and the girl is like obsessed with like the jock and then it's like i never knew my best friend was in love with oh me this god. whole time <laughs> it's like are you blind yeah 
I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Let me tell you, boys are not that subtle. Usually, you'll you'll know you'll know what is she's really way too focused on the yeah. the jock boyfriend who she's like in love with. Yeah, and so like, I don't <laughs> like they always do something so obvious. They'll be like, "Hey, you want to you want to go to prom with me?" And they're like, "Oh my god, I'm waiting for like Johnny to ask me or something like that." Like, <laughs> wh- it's what? Like, he's right there. I'm like, "Oh my god, I had no idea when you asked me to prom. I thought it was a joke." Yeah, like, and then what? yeah, when you picked me up every day from my house and brought me flowers every Tuesday morning, like I thought, I don't know, I thought we were just friends, and it's like. Uh- what friend does Stephanie, that? Stephanie, are you blind? Some boyfriends don't even do that. <laughs> and yeah. usually, usually the jock has to do something that will like shatter and break her heart for her to finally realize that her friend was there all along. Yeah. Oh, and then the healing trope. Yeah. Oh, oh the crying. Yeah. The crying. Comfort. She that, goes to him oh. and she's like, oh my goodness, you're the one who I wanted to go to in my time of crisis. That means I love you. And it's yeah. like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's more annoying. Yeah, I don't the like trope. it. Yeah. Yeah. Because then, when they get together, is it pity? Like, you gotta yeah. think, does she really like you? Or yeah, is it right? just, like, um, she's like, oh, okay. Well, or do you I like guess the idea of him? Like, yeah. That kind of thing. Because then it's like, do you ruin the friendship? What if it doesn't work out? Yeah. And this is a person who you've been friends with maybe since birth. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. The kissing booth. Isn't that, like, they never got that's, together. That's my best friend's brother. Yeah. I mean, that's different, because, like, I know they never got together, but I just know they were friends since birth, and then, yeah, I remembered that. That kissing booth, the series, is a lot, and I can't uh, do yeah. it. I only, I, like, skimmed mm-hmm. through the first, because it was, like, all over TikTok, like, yeah. as a joke, and I was like, what is this about? And Rule I was like, number 38, you're not allowed to go out without me. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, that's a horrible friendship. <laughs> Rule 14, we can only drink chocolate milk. Yeah. Not regular milk. Like, what? Uh, you had strawberry milk. Now yeah. I have to, like, How dare you? <laughs> My other thing with friends to lovers is, and this is just me personally, but if we're going to use a guy and a girl example again, if they're best friends and so close, can there actually be like a girl and guy friendship where they don't end up together? Like I'm thinking of friends as an example, like Ross and Rachel ended up together, Monica and Chandler ended up together, sure. Phoebe and Joey didn't, but whatever. I just feel like they're both like you know the goofy comedic relief ones. Mm. But (laughs) but I just feel like, in most cases at least, if a guy and a girl spend all that time together and they're like best friends, I don't know. I feel like they're bound to end up together. Or do you see them as a brother or a sister? Yeah. Like if you spend a lot of time together and you're like, I've seen you at your worst, and that's enough. Yeah. (laughs) Like I don't. We don't need to take this to the next level. Yeah. I don't know. That's, like, just the whole debate in general. Like, in real life, can guys and girls be just friends? Oh, true. You know? Uh, that's so complicated. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I've personally never really had too many guy friends, so... Or Neither have I. Like, you know, anyone who liked me. So, it's like, I never had to worry about that. Mm. But, I don't know. Mm. I feel like, yes. But I feel like, I've, in the girls' perspective, definitely yes. Guys' perspective, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. I think I it's think no. so, Like, people always develop feelings a little bit. Yeah, especially because men's primal instinct when they see a woman um i think that kind of hurts them a little bit (laughs) i think the it's okay it's better when it's like overlapping tropes like if you've ever read like the duff no oh i've heard of it they have they turned it it. into a movie yeah and it was the guy um and the girl were long time like best friends neighbors then 
they went to high school and like they didn't talk to each other and then they became like enemies because like she was part of a different friend group and he was a jock and they were like oh now i i remember when we used to take baths together but now it's like <laughs> stupid <laughs> oh my god like, as babies yeah uh, let's then... just say like make sure we say that <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then um and then it's like okay well now we've moved into enemies to lovers which is like okay fine <laughs> my favorite is when the, all the tropes overlap and the best recommendation that I could think of is have you ever read A Court of Thorns and Roses? No, but that yeah. is all over book talk. <laughs> yes. It is a very famous series by Sarah J. Mass. Um total I'll just say five, even though yeah, five books. Um still publishing. And it has sort of love triangle, but not really, so you don't even feel it. Enemies to lovers stuck together one bed. Um, the healing trope, or like the I love it. the I wound, eat it up. <laughs> the wound and the nightmare, and um, found family, which is another one that I love. Yes. Should we talk about that one? Found family is basically when you know that saying when you're like so close with your friends, they become your family. Mm. So it's that. So um, she doesn't get along with her family, and then when she ends up with one of the guys she gets along so she gets along so well with his friends and they become like their own little family so that's found family and i love it oh that's nice that's like not a romance one and it's like oh true it's there refreshing <laughs> like mixing it up guys yeah <laughs> see we don't only talk about romance yeah <laughs> but let's get back into romance <laughs> um What's the what was the next one on the list? I have I'm all disorganized here. Slow uh, burn. Slow burn. Ah, uh, that's my favorite. Just should explain. start off with this yes. one. Explain. This is absolutely my favorite trope. I think probably ever. It's like when there's, there I can only think of examples of like when they're thrown together, in like um, a certain. Um, I don't know. Usually it's like there's the middle of a war or something, and it's. They're, they have to be together and they're not like friends and they just are strangers and they just don't know each other. They don't hate each other. And then the point of it is they're just kind of together and then slowly things like progress to friendship kind of then maybe like more. But it's just so much buildup that I love it so much because I'm like, I like you read a book with like 500 pages and like they don't even hold hands or briefly like touch skin until page like 490 and i'm like yes this is perfect <laughs> I'm like this is great and then they don't even like kiss till book five and i'm like yes <laughs> so that one never gets like boring because we we're talking before about like oh their enemies too long it's annoying i think jude is gonna she's gonna say that it's too boring for her especially if it's really long because i get it if it's really long you're like oh my god just kiss already <laughs> but sometimes it's nice the only examples i can think of come from like fan fiction oh but oh my god <laughs> but I, wait for what do you want to know what was the fan <laughs> you're not telling us <laughs> let's segue past this <laughs> i wish you could see her face <laughs> like so serious absolutely we gotta not. go <laughs> i'm not revealing myself <laughs> but it's a good one <laughs> check it out recommendations just Come google on. slow burn and then just <laughs> see where that takes you <laughs> my thing with slow burn it has to be done really really well or else i 
I will just I will be so impatient with it and I will just not be able to handle it although I have never I guess experienced it the way you just described it where they're absolute strangers yeah and they have to be, and they still become friends and then they become in a, and then they get in a relationship I've only experienced it as a subtrope of a trope mm. so slow burn enemies to lovers usually like it's like plot heavy yeah like there's other things going on and this is like so not even like on our minds yet mm -hmm. and then it's like you start to realize that oh my god like i'm worried about this person and i'm i don't want anything to happen to them but like we don't really know each other too much so i can't like express my concern and be like hey hope you don't die in that battle <laughs> and then it's like uh okay because then you know they come back and they're wounded and you're like i don't really know do i help them like stitch them up you know what do i do and then it's like she puts the needle and like through closing the wound and they're like touching each other for the first time and i'm like ah this is great <laughs> now that you say that one example i can think of also by sarah jms is her other series the throne of glass series that's seven books so if you want to like commit to something go ahead and read that each book is 500 to 600 pages <laughs> so basically a light beach read <laughs> yeah um there's one couple because that series it has multiple point of views multiple characters so there is one couple who are like that but they're but like i said they're a subcategory they're a subcategory i guess so i've never read like just one book or just one series that has that mm. now i want to yes do you have a recommendation i was um i've received a message <gasps> yes that oh. says was it the the book after <laughs> it wasn't for me, but <laughs> it was for me. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. I'm confused. Talk about the book after, Jude, please. Oh, after. Like, that's the book name. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying it was a book after something. No. Like, she's like, after what? what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you, Megan, have you watched, <laughs> oh boy, have you watched or seen or heard of the after movies? They're on Netflix. <gasps> oh my God. Wait. <laughs> yes. Yes, I have. After was fan fiction. It was. Yes, for it what? was. For Harry Styles. No please way. Please let me tell yes. the story. Oh my God, you're lying. Dude, <laughs> dude, please explain. By the way, I'm wearing a Treat People with Kindness t-shirt. That's Harry Styles' song, so it's perfect for this. Oh, great. She loves this movie. She loves this book. <laughs> She's I ready don't. to talk about it. She loves the fanfic. <laughs> okay, so after, originally by Anna Todd, started off as fan fiction on Wattpad. And yes, that's W A T T pad. <laughs> it's what? Check it out. I thought it was like what? Well, I've pod, always pronounced it what? Like, pad? Like oh, what did I say? What? Like what? Oh, I said what? <laughs> it's a what? A what pad? What pad? Whatever. However you feel, feel free to pronounce it whatever way you want. Um, by Anna Todd. That's her name. Excuse me. It started off as fan fiction for all of One Direction, really. Like all of the. All, but it's only their names that show up. Like, the characters in the fan fiction had absolutely nothing to do with the actual people. They were completely di completely different personalities. Um, they just, like, plucked Harry Styles and shoved him in there. Totally different. Yeah, like, I think the only thing that they had in common was the name and the tattoos. That's oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> That's important. <Yeah. laughs> um, so, it's... The girl, the main character's name is Tessa. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, Tessa, and and Harry, and and it's his last name Styles and everything, and it was just, you know, 
a fan fiction that I read at 12 years old. Oh, and that's all I'll wow. say. <laughs> but they, they, did they change it when she published it into real books? Yeah, yeah. they changed it. His name his name is to Harden. Harden, yes. Harden Scott. <laughs> what a name. <laughs> I, I just can only remember, like, the quotes from the movie because they were all over TikTok, TikTok. for a while. It's like, Marley, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it's so funny because I'm like, it's like getting into Riverdale test. Riverdale. Truth or dare? <laughs> yeah. I, oh Molly my god, don't. I hated those scenes. <laughs> it's like they're trying to act like so tough and it's like, oh my god, this is so cringe. <laughs> Another piece of fan fiction that got way too popular was Fifty Shades of Grey. And was I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if anybody knows this. For who? For Twilight. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god. See, and that got so popular. They did the books. They made the movies. It came out every year on Valentine's Day for three years in a row. That's like <laughs> it its came own out thing. On Valentine's Day. I didn't yeah. even know that. They planned it. Oh wow. Really? Wow. But I Why? just think that's so funny because it's like I don't. I think it's the same situation where it's like they just took the characters and made like a totally different story because Fifty Shades of Grey is like not vampires and yeah. not anything related yeah. to that. Is I've never read Fifty Shades of Grey, but is that secret billionaire? No, he's very obvious billionaire. Yeah, he's okay. You, you, f you know that from the first like ten pages. Okay. Because she has to go interview him. Did you read Fifty Shades of Grey? No, but yeah, I know I somebody like, that did, and they told me the story. I okay. didn't want to read it. <laughs> You're like, no, it's a friend I knew. Yeah. <laughs> Not someone else. Uh. <laughs> um, talk about secret billionaire, though, because I, I was a little confused on that. I don't think I've ever read anybody that was secret billionaire. Usually it's like painfully obvious this is a prince or a king. Or Wears like, a suit everywhere. Yeah, oh, God, the suit. Carries the briefcase. <laughs> no, I have a meeting in five. I he can't takes talk. off in a helicopter. <laughs> So Secret Billionaire is kind of like, I have issues with Secret Billionaire because it's that, um, like, let's say there's a really famous person, like a prince or um, a guy who is a billionaire and they're just like, you know what, I, I need a break from all of this. I'm going to travel to like some unknown p city or village or whatever. <laughs> city or village so they so they go to this place and they meet this girl and this girl has absolutely no idea who they are and and he's like oh my god finally someone who's treating me like a person and um who doesn't know anything about me i can really fall for this girl and i have a lot of issues with that because do you actually like her or do you like that she doesn't know who you are yeah that's oh, the same thing <laughs> last starting with what's it called starstruck Sterling Silver. Yes. Oh, true. Wait, what is that? Sterling Knight. <laughs> yeah, what, I was going to say, what did we determine his real name was? His name is Sterling Knight. Sterling yeah. Knight. The character's name was Christopher Wilde, and it was on Disney Channel. <laughs> and he was, the, he was the pop star. And she was like, I don't care who you are. You're just like some celebrity. <laughs> and exactly. Then, and that's Secret Billionaire. And another thing with Secret Billionaire is, Secret Billionaire is most of the girls that he is with, um, are, they just want him for his money. Oh, so this girl is like has no idea who he is and it's refreshing so i'm like do you like her or do you like the idea that she has no idea who you are and like and then I she loves know. it now because she's like well, i don't and she's always like i wish i could explain i'm really not well. like other girls yeah, yeah. Oh very like pick me energy yes whereas, oh, like I that's wish. another trope by the way oh. there's a whole trope <laughs> called i'm not like other girls that's like the worst like one because that's like a joke now 
like people yeah. are like i'm not like other girls to so like yeah, i'm exactly like other girls yeah. <laughs> i like squishmallows and iced coffee the color I pink am, <laughs> i am every girl i yeah, i'm all girls yeah <laughs> um this is sort of a segue i because he wasn't he wasn't secret billionaire but he was rich and it does tie into another trope and it was that movie that they made on netflix like 365 days something what is that that is um oh my yes. god that's oh my god that's mafia romance <laughs> what what <laughs> go ahead take it away so this that's why I'm like, are these books real or is this things I experienced way too early in life on a <laughs> questionable website? Stop reading fan fiction. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. Are we talking about mafia romance now? Go ahead, take it away. Why, do you have a different example? Or? I don't have an example. There's okay. a lot of examples. There's a lot of I examples, don't have any, but I don't have them. <laughs> I don't even know how to explain mafia romance. How do you romance. segue into this? <laughs> I guess... The best way she to does not want to say it. The ex best way to explain mafia romance is like a kidnapping situation. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like, what's it called? Uh, where it's like you fall for your capture. What's There's Stockholm like, syndrome. That's it. It's Stock really bad trope. I was about to I say. I don't like that one. That one's a little guys, stressful. I'm, but it's also sorry, Megan. No, it's okay. But it's also like he will do if once he falls in love with her, he will do anything for her, and he will. Cause yeah. he's a mafia guy. He will do anything. <laughs> like if she gets hurt, that's it. It's the end of the world. Yeah. So it's like really like, oh, oh my god, look to like to <laughs> the extent he's going to for her. So it's like it's fun to read and it's like exciting, but at the same time it's like, and ooh, it's like ooh, it's a little gosh. different than Secret Billionaire because Secret Billionaire is like, I'll do anything and I'll pay someone, and Mafia's like, I'm gonna do it myself with yeah. my bare hands. <laughs> And get wounded, and you have to. And heal then you me. have to heal me. <laughs> oh, there we go. Tie it all together. Yes, full circle. <laughs> so we gotta change topics. We gotta do more teen ones. I think a good teen example is fake dating. Yes. If oh, you've ever read to all the boys I loved before? Yeah. That was fake dating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's Which, by Jenny uh, Han. Mm -hmm. I'm like, who who thinks of that as a good idea? Like, oh, let me pretend to date you. But like we're, but so then we're gonna we fall do, in love. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna do all the couple things, but we're not actually dating. But everyone thinks we're dating. Yeah, it's and then we're like, actually gonna be dating soon. Mm -hmm. Make someone else jealous. Yeah, yeah. And also sometimes they're kind of like forced into the situation because if they're going to like a big family gathering and they're always picked on for being single, they're like, I'm so sick of this. Like I just don't want to do it. Any I just don't want to be picked on anymore. So they just ask somebody to you know fake date them just for the purpose of in being in front of their family and then they actually end up together mm -hmm. oh but then there's also the one bed trope in there oh. too it's, it keeps coming back it keeps Megan, going you back. Ask, like where do they put this they put it everywhere <laughs> they really do i should have known like how did i not know that this it's, is a it's trope? definitely in a hallmark movie somewhere oh, you'll find sure. it i'll start watching what's the next season 25 days of spring i'm sure they'll do that <laughs> they do it for everything oh my god um and then I think another really popular one is the forbidden love one. That's like iconic, just probably because of Romeo and Juliet. I was and just then, thinking that. And it's not even forbidden love. They should rename it to the Romeo and Juliet trope because mm -hmm. they reuse that one over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And I get a little sick of it. Yeah. I don't even like it. Yeah, no. It's, it's, so it can be done really well. Like if you've ever read um, The Secret Life of Bees by Sue Mon Kid. No. 
she that was like one of my favorite I've heard books of that. it's really good i had to read it for school and that was like the only time i enjoyed you talked wow. about it on the first on yeah. the first show that's probably why i've heard of it <laughs> <laughs> i was like why does it sound so familiar <laughs> but that one's good because they can't they she thinks they can't be together well she's young but it's like young romance and it's the south in like the 60s and so she's white and he's black and it's like oh we really can't be together because like it would be frowned oh, wow. upon by others because whatever you know but what's, that one's oh, sorry. Like a good one sorry you know what's like that remember holes do you ever have to read holes yes there yeah. was that in holes there was that um it was the it was kind of a sub story when they like had to find when the two boys were looking for the treasure and they would like um show you the past and it was right the teacher and she was white and i i don't for, i forget what his job was but he was black but they obviously couldn't be together um he got killed or something and then she killed herself oh my god huge this spoiler is romeo by drama by at 9 a.m <laughs> romeo and juliet like straight up oh yeah romeo and oh, juliet yeah. it's so hard to have sympathy for them because it's like you're so dramatic oh you're god. 13 relax please. yes <laughs> and if they just I waited five about minutes that point. Yeah. Neither of them would have to die. Like, think it through. That's why it's so, because they're so young. That's why it works. Because I think if you were older, you'd be like, okay, well, maybe we'll just wait till we're 18 and then we can, like, move out. Yeah. And now it's like, no, like, I have to, like, drink this potion that's going to kill me because it's like, ugh, I love you so much. And it's like, okay. Yeah. It's right. like, whoa, whoa. Calm down. <laughs> that and Love Triangle is just the two main ones. Yeah. And they're used for everything. Mm -hmm. And let me talk about one I hate. Yes, please. <laughs> is the memory loss one? Oh, she. Yes, mm -hmm. I have. Uh, someone's agreeing with me. <laughs> if you can't, you all, well, you can't see right now. Not if. <laughs> if you can't, you can't see, us. see, Jude is in distress. <laughs> She's. Oh, just. <laughs> I it? hate it. Yeah, I hate it. It's it's so they throw it in there and it's like, uh, it's it, all the work we had that went into this <laughs> out the window, gone. Like, here, you're a whole another person now. Yeah. That's in Jane the Virgin too. Oh with yeah, my, amnesia. I have amnesia. Yeah, oh. I think the I couldn't think of one for um, a book, but if you've ever watched the movie The Vow with Channing Tatum, that's what I had yes. in my head. Yes, it, she remembers like everything else in her life except her husband. Do you know that that's a what? true story though? Yeah, what? I know that's horrible. It is. <laughs> it's oh horrible, God. but it but it does have a happy ending. The true story and the movie. Yes. Oh, good. I was gonna say, if you don't remember this person at all, then you have to re-meet them, and then it's like, actually, this time around, I don't. Yeah, I like don't you. like you. Because like, you're like, maybe you're in a different point in your life mentally. Yeah. Like, oh my god. It just it drives me crazy, like because of what Jess said. All the work we had, just it, no. <laughs> I can't even put words. No offense to all the authors, but if you put memory loss in your book, to me, it's because you ran out of ideas and you needed something different. That's like wow. at the end of a book. When they're like, it was all a dream. And it's like, oh, oh, so you're yeah. lazy is what you're telling me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I did all this work and I read this whole book and it was fake. Yeah. Interesting. It's like, I'm not going to wrap it up. I'm just going to leave you with this yeah. awful ending. And I'm like, great. Nothing happened. <laughs> yeah. So I just wasted like all of my knowledge on this one book. Yeah. <laughs> great. great. And I dedicated so much of my time. I, like, I sacrificed yeah. my sleep for this book i stayed up late reading yeah. and in the end it was for nothing <laughs> sorry jude is getting so mad really she's like pointing her finger yeah, really a lot of gesturing <laughs> <laughs> so angry <laughs> so all the authors out there do not write memory loss if jude likes cut to. it out of your book <laughs> she will leave a bad review yeah. <laughs> or at least leave like 
I know it's a spoiler, but in the description, just write trigger warning. Trigger Memory warning. Trigger warning. <laughs> Trigger so warning. I know to stay away. <laughs> Unfavorable trope. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone, because what better way to start your day than with books and breakfast? <laughs>